Hello and welcome to TV with Lisa. That's two E's all the way around. T-E-E-V-E-E. I'm Lisa with two E's. And hello again. It's been a long time, I know. Quite simply, I went on vacation again. And that takes off two weeks of recording. This is going to be my last Sunday release. After that, I will probably release on Tuesdays uh, just because it's easier and and a lot of podcasts release on Tuesday and music gets released on Tuesdays and DVDs get released on Tuesday. So probably Tuesday is going to be the day. I had vacation and then quite frankly, before I left for vacation, the days completely got away from me. So there was just no recording going on here. I apologize for that. I know it's to be inconsistent. It is not good to even try to start up my podcast, but um, that's just the way it goes. Life happens. And then on another note, I'm very sorry, but I have to talk about it because it has taken away some TV time for me. I have a new kitten. Yay! And uh, most of you who listen and know me already know how obsessed I am with my kitten. His name is Spencer. He's the cutest kitten in the whole wide world. What does this have to do with TV with Lisa? Because I really could probably do a whole podcast on Spencer or, or cats or something like that. <laughs> like I call it um, kitties with two E's. K-I-T-T-E-E-S with Lisa. I could do that. Kitties with Lisa. But uh, not going to do it. But I've, I've been spending a lot of time with him because he was super tiny when we got him. He wasn't even bare, He wasn't even a pound, really, literally. It's around the time I broke my leg. So I was up. I was watching TV. But my main job with the kitten was to imprint him to me so I would be the favorite of the family. And I, I am. And anybody in this household will tell you he loves me most, even though... We've had him, what, for three weeks now? He does. He has attachments to me. And he has been my obsession this summer. And um, I don't know how it happened, but he has his own Instagram account. I don't know how, but he does. And if you want to see him, if you're a cat person, I swear I'm only going to plug him once. I just thought maybe there somebody could be listening out there who likes cats or kittens or just cute things because it doesn't have to be about cats a lot of people hate cats but like cute things and Spencer is a cute thing he's a kitten who doesn't like kittens it's Spencer underscore the underscore kitten that's it he's on Instagram go see him he's cute that's has taken up some of my time so I'm going to talk about some shows that I've been watching one I've already told you about and another one that's kind of just like it, related to, that I started watching. And then the other two, uh, not so much. They are they have nothing to do with it. But it is about Homeland. And Homeland, if you have not listened, this is your first time listening, I got premium television. So the first week we got it, we downloaded all of first season of Homeland. Um, and it is excellent. It is a show I recommend. And just to let you know, I'm totally caught up. So whenever Showtime starts the next season of Homeland, I will be ready. Uh, we will be ready. Just a little recap. Matt and I can't ever watch shows together because of our schedules. I was sworn by blood 
we had to do a, a signing with my blood that I wouldn't watch any Homelands without him. So we have been watching that Homeland together, the first show in probably years that we watched together. And, um, we're, well, we're kind of both caught up because <laughs> the last two episodes, Matt had fallen asleep during the second to the last one. And I didn't know it. And so I automatically played the last one. And how I found out he was sleeping as he was snoring so loudly that I had to stop Homeland downstairs and I went upstairs to the bedroom to finish it because I, I couldn't I couldn't watch it with his snoring. It was so loud. But anyway, Homeland, it's a great show and I didn't know too much about it. Um, I just had known that a lot of people liked it. It's won lots of awards and I believe there are five seasons and if you don't have Showtime, I know you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Now, I haven't looked up to see if there are any other um, ways that you can view it on Hulu or anything like that. I really don't know. But another reason why I watched it is because it was filmed around here. And I mentioned this before. It was first three seasons, I want to say, was filmed in Charlotte, North Carolina. And that is very close to where I live. So... I watched it. We loved it. It was fun to kind of look up the addresses of where things were filmed around here. Uh, we did see a few places that we were familiar with. Um, so that was that was pretty cool. Kind of like uh, the show Outcast, where Lori and I are always looking to see if um, th- we've been to the place. And yeah, since it's filmed where we live and where I work in particular, there's um, restaurants and streets and you know, I see the thing that I pass every day that they've painted to look like the town. So, Homeland. Carrie Matheson is uh, the main character, played by Claire Danes. Now, I'm going to stop there. I'm going to talk about my friend Dina. Because Dina, one of her favorite shows is House of Cards. And that's a Netflix exclusive. And it is a great, it's an excellent, excellent program. One I've already told you to watch, House of Cards. It is um, a political thriller, maybe. When it's call it a thriller, I don't know. She loves it. So when I started watching Homeland, I thought she would really like it. Well, she didn't start watching it. She couldn't watch it because she didn't have showtime. But she told me to start watching something called The Blacklist. Now, she has never seen Homeland. She, her sister loved Homeland and would talk about it all the time. And she said, yeah, my sister... She loves it and she watches it. Um, You would really like The Blacklist. So she told me to watch The Blacklist. And I never had seen it. And somebody else had recommended The Blacklist a while ago because it's on Netflix. And to be honest with you, the main reason why I would not watch The Blacklist is because that main character was played or is played by James Spader. And he totally (sighs) creeps me out. I've hated James Spader since Pretty in Pink. I mean, he and he played Steph, the really sleazy rich dude. Oh, I hated Steph. And then he played in other sleazy movies, Sex Lies, videotapes, and the I don't know the cocaine movie or <laughs> the drug movie with Robert Downey Jr. I think it had the word zero in the title. I don't know. I didn't watch those other two probably mainly because James Spader was in it. I hate him. I hate the way he talks. I hate his, he always has like a smug look on his face. He always plays 
asshole characters. I'm just, I hate them. So, of, co- I, of course, I am not watching an entire series have to marathon view however many seasons of The Blacklist is on. But um, I will say James Spader did have a role on The Office in the last, I think it was the last season. I do have to admit he played his character well on The Office with just a little bit of jumping the shark parts that I don't think really fit in and they were trying too hard. I'm not saying that I was beginning to like John Spader because of The Office. I'm just saying, you know, whatever. I have not, I used to have nightmares about John Spader. I am not kidding you. Him and, um, I used to have nightmares about him and, um, Christopher Walken. Oh my gosh. Total. I, so I, I did not like them. Uh, this is a post podcast edit because I wasn't going back and <laughs> re-recording. It was easier to do this. I realized that I just called James Spader, John Spader during editing. So I am not going back to fix all that. Back to the program. So I keep telling Dina, oh, you'll love Homeland. And then Dina kept telling me, well, you should watch The Blacklist. I had no idea what The Blacklist was. So in the meantime, through all of this, Dina and her husband are able to watch Homeland. Okay, so she's watching Homeland. We're watching Homeland. We can discuss what we can discuss because we're way ahead of her because I started way before her. And she breaks the news to me that she just kind of doesn't like Homeland. Doesn't really, you know, she wasn't hooked. I mean... She kind of wanted to watch it, but not really. You know, Matt and I, we were like, we got to watch the next episode. We got to watch the next episode. So I said, oh, because I really thought Dina would like Homeland because she liked House of Cards. Now, she told me to watch The Blacklist. And she insisted after the Homeland thing, she told me I would really like The Blacklist. So when we were on vacation... When I was in the trailer and I couldn't sleep, I started watching The Blacklist. Now, The Blacklist and Homeland, in my opinion, are kind of like the exact same show. But they're totally different. But I think they are kind of exactly the same. So those statements did not make sense. I get it. But I will say The Blacklist is very much a network show it's very much a compact network series that everything's resolved taken care of it's fast-paced it's done in 40 minutes on Netflix and it's good okay I'm not arguing that or not but everything kind of ends you know every episode is done and there's only like there's maybe two threads of mystery that continue and make you wonder like what's going on now homeland on the other hand is definitely a premium channel show it has sex it has violence it has language in it so it's definitely made for a network i mean premium television not a network and in homeland the mysteries there's you didn't know but you wanted to know, so that's the reason why you kept watching. You really wanted to find out, when are we going to have these answers? And there were lots of twists and turns in that. Now, I haven't gotten that far into um, the blacklist. 
I've only, I'm only in, I want to say three or four episodes. I mean, the Wi-Fi at the state campgrounds, I mean, not worth it to try to even stream video. So I, I think I'm only on three or four, but I'll say this. You should watch Homeland. I think you should try to um, watch The Blacklist. A lot of people would like it. What The Blacklist is about is a man who is kind of an international, I don't know if he's a terrorist or he's just a wanted on the international watch list or something like that. And he has this thing called his blacklist and the, oh, the title. And it's terrorists that he works with for some reason or another, he wants them arrested um, deported, taken in, or killed. But the twist is he is obsessed with one of the agents and insists she's the only one that he will talk to. And you don't know why, even though you, there's some foreshadowing. I mean, I have a guess. I don't know if it's true, but to me it's pretty um, obvious. I'm not sure if I'm right or wrong, so I do have to watch to see. I think... Dina actually has turned out to enjoy Homeland because I heard that she and Jason marathon viewed it one day. They were watching some episodes. I mean, like maybe four to six episodes in one day. And you just don't do that for a show you kind of don't like. I will say this. Carrie Matheson is the main character. She's played by Claire Danes and she's I almost said the word. She's effing annoying as hell. She's, and I don't want to talk about what's annoying about her. And I don't want to say much about her character because it really is part of the show. And you don't, don't, I don't even think that you're supposed to like her. Even though she wasn't written unlikable. I just can't describe it. But good God, let's, if you do start watching, because we didn't notice until later in the first season or maybe even the second season just see is there any episode that she doesn't cry in i think she has the most crying scenes in the history of television i mean there can't be anybody else that cries more than claire danes good lord lady and she has some ugly cry faces and i tried to look up because i told you i look up things about other shows so i looked up (laughs) does Carrie cry in every episode of Homeland and you know it's on there you know Google has that so I'm reading different ones and it has the ugliest cry faces of Claire Danes and don't do it don't don't because I got some spoilers and I was not happy with and um my husband got a spoiler because the people at work so you probably just keep those kind of shows don't tell people Because they do give away spoilers. And you know how I feel about that. I even hate the word spoiler. But that is Homeland. And that is The Blacklist. Two very similar shows. But they're different. But they're the same. Watch them. Okay. Woo. That was crazy, like going back and forth. I mean, I feel like, I don't know, I was going like a mile a second or something like that. But the next two shows I want to talk about are actually comedies. And one of them is on HBO. 
And the other one is on Bravo, which I could probably do several podcasts on the Bravo shows. But I'm not going to get into that because I'll probably be talking about that with a special guest later on. But the reason why I decided to talk about a show on Bravo um, is because the last episode I watched was, <laughs> I mean, me. I mean, me, 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 me. It was hysterical. Um, and the name of the show is Odd Mom Out. And it stars the creator of the show, um, Jill Cardman. And she wrote a book a long time ago. Well, not a long time ago, but called Momzilla's. And that's kind of what the show is about. And the reason why it's called Odd Mom Out is because her family, or her husband's family, actually are um, very, very wealthy. And I guess the Upper East Side of New York City, which it's where it takes place, and I have no idea about New York City. I just thought if you lived in New York City, you lived in New York City. But apparently, you know, that's not the case. Gee, I don't know where you live. Uh, I don't know anything about New York City, uh, but I'm sure you could tell me about the Upper East Side. So I'm assuming from watching the show that if you lived in the Upper East Side, you must be very, very, very wealthy. So the moms in the Upper East Side who are very, very wealthy are momzillas because they do and say these ridiculous things with their children and because they have money, of course, they have nannies and I mean, it, it's just hilarious the way those uh, women are portrayed. And Jill is not like that. Jill is like a kooky, like punk rock mom that wants to impress her in-laws. And she feels very self-conscious, but she at the same time wants to keep her um, self, you know, honest. And she wants to be her true self. And, you know, her kids go to private school or they try to get into private school and um, just everything that could go wrong to embarrass her does in front of all the uh, rich people. And it is in its second season right now and it's a half hour long. I'm sure you can get it on demand. Um, If you don't have on demand, I so season two, episode five is called the ODD couple. Not the odd couple, but the ODD couple. And uh, it, the episode made me have to just talk about it because there are so many things that happened in the episode. So me. So totally me. First of all, her best friend uh, is a doctor in the show. And they have a funny relationship. The doctor is very funny, too. It's about uh, binge watching and... Jill watches TV a lot and her friend watches TV and she just feels like binge watching some shows. And so she's asking Jill what kind of things should she binge watch. And Jill keeps telling her to watch Game of Thrones. Well, she's like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to start Game of Thrones. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do. And Jill's trying to convince her she won't do it. It shows every time they cut to her, uh, the, the friend She's starting some other series. So they always sit at this diner and talk about their day. And um, Jill and her friend, gosh, what's her friend's name? You know I do not know. I'm just going to call her the doctor for now. I don't know. Vanessa, maybe? Vanessa. Let's just call her Vanessa. I think it's Vanessa. Jill and Vanessa are sitting in the diner, as they always do, and they always talk. And then Jill lets out this great big sigh. And Vanessa asks her, what's wrong? 
And this is what Jill says. It's just, I have some resentment that's been building up and I want to come clean. I don't want to keep it inside anymore. Oh my God, what is it? It really bothers me that you won't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> and I must say, I have been telling Lori I've been trying to tell her that she needs to watch Game of Thrones. I just don't understand. I know Lori's taste, and you've heard her taste. Well, we haven't really talked about um, some other stuff, but I know Lori would like Game of Thrones, and I don't understand why she's so anti. I don't. I know she doesn't have HBO, but there are ways. I think we have DVDs that we borrowed from someone else that we haven't given back, and a long time I would lend her the borrowed DVDs I know that is probably um, wrong to do but clearly in this episode of Odd Mom Out Jill would agree with me I mean it's just that important so the friend finally agrees you know okay I know I'll you know I didn't know this meant so much to you I'll go ahead and watch Game of Thrones. So one of the other plots of the program is the reason why it's called the ODD. Because they're in therapy to talk about their son who has been diagnosed with oppositional defiant disorder. Uh, and so they're in therapy. And then it actually turns into a therapy session for the parents. Um, Jill and her husband who are great people. It's so funny. And they're in the middle of this therapy session. And... Vanessa calls at the end of uh, season three in hysterics and Jill's trying to tell her that she's in the middle of a therapy session and Vanessa's the one that needs therapy because I'm just going to say it's the wedding, <laughs> the wedding episode. So it turned out, you know, pretty funny. So that was one thing that happened. Totally me. So another part that was it's oh my gosh it was so me and I, it was very hard for me to watch not because I take it personally you'll you'll see in a minute but so their son has ODD and they're at dinner and they're trying to figure out who's the cause of the ODD in the kid and of course they're blaming each other giving them each other's personality points that uh, are is similar to ODD and Jill is clearly would be the one that's ODD because she has so many um, hang-ups or so many annoyances, I think it was the word. She has so many annoyances. She's arguing with him that, yeah, she has a lot of annoyances, but she's normal. And the husband has under normal amount of annoyances because he's so laid back. And the husband said, well, yeah, I am laid back. Let's just have a good time. And Jill says, fine, let's have a nice dinner. We're going to we're gonna have a great time, and nothing's going to annoy me. And then it cuts to him, like, in the, he's super close up, and he has this breadstick in his hand, and this is what it sounds like. Ugh, that's why I could not. Oh, my gosh, for me to see, I had to watch it and watch it again and record it and have to listen to it to make sure I recorded it. I can't stand that either. I cannot stand it. I hate crunchies. I hate hearing people crunch. And it's a thing. It's called misophonia. And if you don't believe me, just Google it. Look it up on YouTube to have people explain what it feels like to hear those sounds that are their triggers. And most of the triggers are crunching. So I, she was going to jump out of her skin 
and I felt the same way even watching it. And so cut to the third thing that was me is um, they're in bed and they're arguing and the husband saying, you know, we need to stop arguing. You can't say I do things all the time. We have to use the tools the therapists give us. You have to use the I feel or when you statements. And this was her response. When you breathe, yes, it makes me feel like ripping your face off. Okay. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, that's all. Uh, seriously, been there I, every night. That's me every night. Matt breathes. Oh my God, he flipping breathes. Way too much. Way too loud. I can't stand it. I probably have ODD or uh, bipolar. I, I'm something. But oh my God, I can't even. I mean, why do you have to breathe so flipping loud and then make these little breathing noises every 15, 15 seconds? And I've counted. So uh, I thought this episode was just over the top funny just because of these things. I've been to, I've been there. Oh, my gosh. It was so funny. So um, I think you should try Odd Mom out. Um, some notables in there are um, Abby Elliott. If you don't know who Abby Elliott is, she is Chris Elliott's daughter. And you know who Chris Elliott? He plays the mayor of Schitt's Creek, Roland Shit, and he was the man on David Letterman that we talked about before. So odd mom out on Bravo. Abby Elliott is my favorite character. She plays just an awful, awful, awful rich wife. Uh, just ridiculous but her lines are so unbelievable it's how she talks it's kind of like Catherine O'Hara in Schitt's Creek just the way she talks and just funny so I, I think you should check it out I, I think that you'll like it well oops I did it again ran out of time Oops, I did it again. That's a, that's a Britney Spears song. Um, ran out of time. I can't talk about my other show that I started, so I'll save that for another time. Um, I hope you could keep it. I'm exhausted. I think I just tried to shove so much in half the time. I didn't make sense, but whatever. Woo! Just go watch the shows. I'm trying to be laid back. I don't want to be labeled as ODD. Thanks, guys, for listening. This is TV with Lisa. I'm Lisa with two E's. Bye.